Welcome to the Daily Devo at Waypoint Church Podcast. My name is Chris Chapman, and I'm the campus pastor here, and it's a pleasure to be with you today. Well, today, I want to talk about this word called identity. And it's common questions we're asked when we go out is, hey, what do you do for a living? Where do you live? What church do you go to? And then people begin to put us in a box, and they identify us. And once we're identified, it's really hard to break a label, isn't it? Truthfully, when we get identified, I feel like it's only outside of Christ that we can break that identity. And the Bible says that in Christ, we're a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. Ephesians 5.22 and 24 say, Put off the old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in your spirit of your minds and put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So what is this old self? What is that about? Well, Adam's nature, sin nature, Romans 5.12 says, therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin and so spread to all men because all sinned. Well, this old self is difficult to deal with. Am I right? I mean, so we worship self rather than God. We're prideful. We focus on our personal appearance. We rely on our works. We, we lie to one another. Uh, anger reigns. And that's just a partial list. This old self is made up of attitudes, emotions, and practices that I used to be. And the framework that constructs our identity is met with many idols. Tim Keller wrote, if anything becomes more fundamental than God to our happiness, meaning of life, and identity, then it's an idol. Identity influences our thinking, our choices, and living out of those identities opposed to our identity in Christ affect our behavior. I'm involved in several meetings a week as a pastor, and I meet with married couples, and they look to their spouse for their ultimate happiness. And when that spouse, their idol, lets them down, their identity crashes, their world falls apart. When you don't get a a promotion at work or get a raise and work as your idol, you feel rejected rather than accepted. And when you can't shake that sinful habit, that idol, you feel in bondage rather than redeemed. Right now, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Do I place my identity in anything over my status as a child of God? Do I seek comfort outside of God? Do I seek satisfaction outside of God? Does anything bring me more pleasure than the things of God? Pastor John Piper defined an idol as it starts in your heart, craving, wanting, enjoying, being satisfied by anything that you treasure more than God. This idol disorders our love and our desire. And I have felt that, uh, I would say that I idolized my children for a season where I didn't trust God to care for them, didn't trust God that they would bring the right man or woman into their life, didn't trust God that he would have the right job. And I feel like I needed to intervene. I needed to do more. And it brought about stress and anxiety. And I had to surrender that. And I had to give that all to God. And I don't know if you've done that. I love my children and children are to be loved. But when we love them above God, that becomes sinful. And if you're like me, I live in this tension of the old nature and the new nature. This old nature is kind of twofold. If I work harder to get God's approval... I retreat to this under the law behavior and I try to work for grace and favor and I get my identity in my works. Or I feel orphaned 
rather than adopted and feel God has left me because I'm trying to get things through my identity through self-worth. We must recognize this false thinking, wrong beliefs, and surrender it to God in repentance, meaning to turn away from and turn towards something. So we turn away from the lies of the idol and we turn towards the truth of God found in scriptures. We must live out our identity based on how God sees us. Then we will no longer feel the need to find our worth in external circumstances. We must love and crave the things of the spirit and reject the things God rejects. Not easy, I know, but that's what we're called to do. The new creation looks to Christ for identity rather than the supreme love of self. In Colossians 3, 9, we're told to put off. And these putting offs are the enemies of our identity in Christ. So we put off, it's all about my success. Put off, it's all about my earthly relationships. Put off, it's all about my righteousness and good deeds. And we need to put off my appearance and possessions, give me my worth. Instead, church, we need to put on God's love. We need to put on God's forgiveness. We need to put on that we're a new creation in Christ. And we need to put on we've been adopted into his family. Colossians 3.10 says, put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. So if you're worried today, I'm going to ask that you would put off that worry and replace it with faith in God, who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. That's Ephesians 3.20. And I pray you begin to live out of confidence in this new self rather than the confidence of the world. So the final thought here is put off the old self and begin experiencing God's unconditional love for you in a new and fresh way, remembering that in Christ, you have the only identity on earth that is received instead of achieved. Thanks for joining us today and look forward to the next Waypoint podcast.